that's very hip to be on the internet right now. What, what is internet anyway? It will replace the yellow pages as we know it today. With the A and then the ring around it. At Katie said she thought it was about. I bet you can't eat just one. Well, welcome back, everyone. We are excited to share with you a very special edition of our podcast, our Copywriters Corner. Whether it's messaging for sales teams um, or something to put up on the website, really everything that we do starts with great copy. So we wanted to talk about what that means to us. We've brought on board our two amazing copywriters, Matt Erspommer and Eddie Prue. Hello. Welcome, y'all. Hello. Excited to be here. Great to have you. So, you know, we've been kind of nerding out all week around kind of our favorite copy, and we wanted to bring that to our audience um, and kind of just talk more about our approach and really what makes us love copywriting, what gets us out of bed, doing kind of some of the same messaging every day, how we kind of take an approach that makes it fun and engaging and ultimately drive results. And we thought we'd start with a little game element. One of the best attributes of a good copy is that you can really nail down the brand and what they're selling right off the bat. We're going to play a little game today called Can You Guess the Brand? And we'll start with Eddie. Eddie's going to read us a little piece of copy and me and Matt are going to try to guess the brand. So go ahead. This was an ad from, I want to say, probably the early 90s, okay? How to send mail at 670 million miles per hour. So it's probably at the advent of email. Yeah, I'm going to guess AOL. You're going to guess AOL? It's either going to be Dell, IBM, or Apple. Apple. Ding, ding, ding. It is Apple. Is it Apple? Wow. They were going for, I think, just the, uh, I think that was kind of the birth of, yeah, email and internet and just kind of this new way of communicating. I thought that was really a clever way to to get people's attention. Well, that's a great one, Eddie. Thanks. Bet you can't eat just one. Give us Oreos, a- Chips Ahoy, Lay's potato chips, or McDonald's French fries. I think it's either Lay's or Oreos. I'm gonna go with Lay's. What do you think, Eddie? I'm gonna go with Oreos. It is Lay's potato chips. Lay's. I certainly cannot eat just one of those. <laughs> the president's watch. Rolex. Y'all think it's Rolex? That is correct. Okay. It is Rolex. It's a good guess. I love that one just because it, in three short words, gives a lot of heft and weight to the brand. Yeah. And kind of really lets you visualize this is the watch for people that are making moves. Personalize every interaction and deliver on heightened consumer demands with the number one CRM. So I'll give you three options. A, Microsoft Dynamics, B, HubSpot, and C, Salesforce. Ooh, Salesforce. Yeah, that's right. That was Salesforce, which I think has really made their brand being number one. Uh, So I like that piece of it. But other than that, you know, personalize every interaction, deliver on consumer demands. We kind of hear that from almost every company we work with. Um, which kind of leads us to the, the goal of this game is to highlight the importance of what we call the FedEx challenge. So the FedEx challenge is a way to make sure that you're talking about your product in a way that is 
unique if you can replace your product name with FedEx and the slogan still applies, then you're not differentiating enough. Yeah. And in my recent blog, one of the phrases that makes us scream that I wrote about is premium 24 by 7 white glove service. And I think that's a great example of where the FedEx challenge is failed because pretty much every company can promise 24 7 service. But what does that really mean to a customer? FedEx could say they have 24 by 7 service. Microsoft can say they have 24 by 7 service. Lululemon can say that. So it doesn't really get to what makes you special, which I think is the goal of great copy. If it sounds like writing, I rewrite it. You know, you write a piece of copy, you read it through. If it looks like someone spent an hour writing it, which probably you did, then maybe it needs some more conversational tone. So let's dive into some examples of what a great conversational tone looks like. Give a damn. Consider how and what you give this holiday season. Pass along cherished gear, share knowledge, or try something new with or try something new with a friend. Repair their favorite jacket. Donate to a good cause. Here's to the joy of giving on a living planet. To me, I love when copy kind of has like a nice rhythm to it, a nice little kind of bounce, almost like a like a something musical almost. And I think the last line ends with that when when they say here's to the joy of giving on a living planet. I like the way that kind of just like bounces up and down. Yeah, it does have great rhythm. And, you know, they're using semicolons to achieve more of a, you know, a conversational tone. Um, and I love that little rhyming element at the end to, to make it a little bit more memorable. Nobody reads ads. People read what interests them. Sometimes it's an ad. That's a quote by Howard Gossage, and I just love that so much because we live in a world where almost half the posts we read on social media are ads in some form or another, whether it's an influencer, true sponsored post, or uh, something in between. And we've kind of lost that uh, distinction between what is an ad and what is just someone recommending a product. So I think that also kind of guides copywriters to make their ads interesting first and about their product second. So this is for a company called BarkBox. They just have a lot of fun with their copy. If your dog isn't 100% happy, with, we'll work with you to make it right. No muss, no fuss, no disappointed pups. They have dogs like right next to this with fake titles. That's just really cute. Like a, Frank is the assistant manager in the treats department. Right away, clients can see like, oh, this is like, they're serious, but they know we can we can have fun too especially when you're marketing on social media and pretty much anywhere on the internet these days if you take yourself too seriously you've already lost the game uh, sure. and i think this also goes back to speaking to that end customer you know they're not saying if you're not 100% happy they're saying if your dog isn't 100% happy love all those examples and i think it's always you know great to look out at what other people are doing um and seeing what the trends are. Uh, and that's something we do every day is, is look for inspiration elsewhere. What is one tip that you have for copywriters in 2022? One thing I always like to do is to just give clients options and that lets you just bounce different ideas and get a sense of the tone they wanna go for. 
I, I love things that are brief and, and thought-provoking, like a couple of the things that we shared today. Moving into the future, people's attention spans are just getting shorter and shorter. So the, the more thought-provoking you can be with the fewest amount of words is the ticket. I think my piece of advice is just to never show a client your first draft of something. Pieces always get better and better when you add the extra dedication and time to really look at it with fresh eyes. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you guys.